1: podcasts It's like radio, but it's not on the radio.
2: Hogan okay, Johns. We will be perfect. Obsession. In every aspect of the game. Being obsessed. It's
0: third down in gold. And Trubisky rolls. And it is a touchdown. Anthony Miller, his seventh touchdown
2: of the year. WGN Radio's very own Adam Ho.
3: Big Kong.
2: There's no S. It's already plural. You wouldn't say Chinese. And the Chicago Sun-Times. Adam Johns. I know who I am. I'm a, a dude disguised as another dude.
0: Bring
4: you Chicago's best Bears coverage. Yes!
0: And out into the end zone. A
4: touchdown, Chicago Bear. And is it intercepted? I believe it's takeaway time for the Chicago defense. And that is Danny Trevathan.
2: Obsession. My, oh, my! And, and now, here they are. Perfection. The Adams. Yeah, baby. Hogan Johns. I believe you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people?
4: Well, it wasn't pretty, but we knew it might not be. And the Bears are 11 and 4. You get a win however you can. The Bears get it done 14 to 9 in San Francisco. And they stay alive for a first round bye. Welcome in episode 206 of the Hoag and John's podcast. As we bring in Adam Johns, who I believe is in an Uber somewhere in the state of California.
1: Almost in an Uber, Adam. Just walked across the parking lot to Levi Stadium. Now standing in a Hilton parking lot. uh, People forget or don't know maybe that Levi Stadium is right next to Great America. Oh, that's here. right. So yeah. The the commotion has not died down here in Santa Clara, California.
4: You catch a quick ride on a roller coaster before you get out of there?
1: <laughs> yeah. Coming off the flu, my friend. I don't think I need that.
4: That's a good point. That's, that is that's a very good point. Well, some might describe today's Bears game as a roller coaster.
1: Oh, look at you. We're working us with your verbiage again.
4: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We won this game tonight. Adam Hall will be rhetorically dancing the, with his verbiage. Two outs. Here's Luke Boyd pinch batting. Uh, well, what did you, you think of, of what went down today? Well, look, I, personally, I thought
1: that the Bears would come in here almost one handedly. Um, I, I think I underrated what Nick Mullins is. He, I, I was impressed. Him. I'll, I'll be honest, I thought he made some big time throws. It's kinda of strange saying big time throws with an undrafted guy, but he was impressive to me. I thought the Bears came out flat. Obviously Trubisky had that very bad second quarter. But you know what? At the end of the day, Adam, it's not easy to win on the road, and the Bears did enough to win this game. And they're eleven and four. I don't think Bears fans should be upset about that whatsoever.
4: Yeah, I I actually this game kinda went more uh kind of how I thought it would. I you know, I just I hate to say it, it's sort of the Bears' track record on the road, um, but I don't think making the conclusion that the Bears are not as good a team on the road is the right conclusion. Because I think if you look at the circumstances of all these games, they've come around other big ones uh, in, in in situations where they could be letdowns at home too. You know, and, and so I, I I guess in the uh, worrying about going on the road in the playoffs. I think it would be a totally different situation because I think this team has also proven that they can play up to competition and play well in big games. And so I still think, you know, home road or whatever, they're going to have a chance. I just think that this game was set up for this kind of situation today, coming off the emotional win against the Packers and – the 49ers are no joke. I mean, they've, uh, they don't have a great record, but they've been tough since Nick Mullins became their starting quarterback. Let's not forget that they just
1: beat the Seahawks, too, yeah. last week in overtime here at Levi Stadium. They have talent, enough talent to, to, to win games. Are they the best team? No, but they're well coached they got enough playmakers on both sides of the field. It it wasn't, yeah, it was was an expected tight game. I still thought the Bears had the edge in matchups. I still thought the Bears had an edge in talent. But, look, you have to give the 49ers some credit at the end of the day.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Mitch Trubisky had a a couple unfortunate moments in this game, but otherwise was pretty, pretty damn good. I mean, he's completing passes all over the field. None of them were
1: had him 11, 11 in a row. Yeah, 11 in a row. That's it's not bad. Seven during uh, a scoring drive in the third quarter, nine in uh, overall in, in the third quarter. Yes, he looked he looked real bad in the second quarter, but <laughs> come, come the end of the day, still had a 113.5 passer rating, and it was good enough to win. Yeah. And, and, and hey, now I'm officially in the Uber now. What, what's her name, my friend? Cherie. So, we're on the way to the airport. <laughs> Wait, what's his name?
4: What was your name again, my friend <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're all
1: smiles here today,
4: okay, all right, well, we'll have to make sure we give we'll have to give him five stars on Uber, just like we Oh, asked no, he's our... definitely
1: getting five stars. You got that pat and a good tip,
4: yeah <laughs> yeah You're not
1: yeah, I got Pat, <laughs> Pat Finley mocking us in the
4: background. Pat, right. <laughs> Pat Finley's in the over. We got things going down here on the Hogan Johns podcast. Well, if we're gonna ask our listeners to rate five stars every time, then we got to give the Uber driver five stars. I no, would,
1: no, he's definitely getting it. Definitely getting it. We can't <laughs> to accept hear, so. to hear all my nine cents for the next twenty minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I feel What's bad. Up, I feel bad for everyone. For the next half hour. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, what a day, what a day. What's well, next, Dan? What we got?
4: Well, do we got? I mean, uh, since, uh, I feel like we got to get Pat's 10 cents on the game now since he's sitting there.
1: Ah, right, you want him? Hold on. Here he is. Pat Finley, everybody.
3: Are we talking about the Holiday Bowl? If we're not talking about the Holiday Bowl, I'm not Oh, yeah.
4: I, I, all you care about is the Holiday Bowl. We get it. All right, well, you're in the Uber. How did, uh, how did uh, this game play out for you today, Mr. Pat Finley?
3: Uh, uh, the Bears game? yeah. Or the uh, pending Holiday Bowl game?
4: By the way, see, look, you – <laughs> I got to get on John's here because you instantly sound better on whatever device you're. You're using the same device, but you sound way better than he does. So you're doing something better to hold the I'm just, microphone. I'm just
3: talking at a regular. T- Adam, Adam's screaming, and I'm talking at a regular. Tone. Okay, that's probably why. Uh, no, I thought the game today was ugly, but uh, they managed to win. And you know, uh, you know, winning their 11th game of the year in ugly fashion uh, is a conversation I didn't think any of us would be having about the Bears. Uh, certainly uh, not in in the last five years, and and, I didn't think in the next five years either.
4: All right, so you're just – ugly doesn't matter. It's just a win. I think that's fine. I'm not – we were just talking about this. I'm not too worried about this team going on the road in the playoffs. Like, some people are making the conclusion that they're a bad road team, but I don't feel that way.
3: I think winning on the road is hard, and I think that this shows – you know, this is just another reminder of that is, you know, a four-win team – You know, goes down to the final possession with them. Uh, You know, you can say that the Bears were out of it a little bit but or or not as hyped up as they should have been. But, uh, you know, road games are difficult. And I think an L.A. road game is a much different animal than a New Orleans road game. But you and I have talked about that before. You know, the Bears could have, you know, half the stadium at the Coliseum uh, and maybe 2% of the Superdome, uh, depending on where they end up.
4: Yeah, I think that situation in San Francisco today was good proof of that because it certainly sounded like there were a lot of Bears fans in there. All right. Uh, we're gonna. Do you want to talk, you wanna ask Posse a question? He's uh, right here. Well, first of all, fine. But yes, actually, I do. But before we, you give up the phone, we got to get your holiday bowl pick.
3: I do, I do like Northwestern. I think Utah, uh, Utah I believe, is going to play with their backup quarterback, the same guy who had three points in the Pac-10 title or Pac-12 title game. Uh, and I think Northwestern's actually excited to be there. Utah is too. They've never been there before, and sometimes uh, that means that uh, you get some uh, alumni base uh, show up but I think Northwestern's the better team.
4: All right, San Diego's own Patrick Finley breaking down the Holiday Bowl. That's what we do here. All right. All right, let me see how to Posse.: Okay.
0: If it's not about the Liberty Bowl, I have nothing to add. <laughs> is that even still a bowl game?
4: <laughs> yeah, of
0: course it is. Missouri's playing it.
4: Okay. Is Missouri going to win? How can you not know that? Because it's the Bears podcast, Patsy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are we on the air? We're on the air. What did you think about the Bears' win today?
0: I thought it was a game, uh, another one of the games, uh, Adam, that the Bears have lost so many times before, but uh, found a way to win, so I just think it's another example of why they're better, and why I think they're going to be a threat, I thought this was a game that uh, normally they they crap out on, and even to the end, when they had the fumble, that's that's the typical oh-no moment, that, that Robinson fumble, and they overcame it, so... Um. Yeah, I think I think it was a, if it wasn't a step forward, it was not a step backward. I don't think any differently about the Bears' hopes in the playoffs or what or where they're going uh, because of this game.
4: Do you have any concerns about this team going on the road in the playoffs? Since it seems like they haven't been playing as well on the road that as opposed to at home.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, i I think anything is frankly is is gravy at this point. Uh, not that uh, you know, you know, not that they can't win or whatever, but. Um, I yeah, no, they definitely, hey, um, like I said today, uh, they got a ton of breaks today that they're going to be really, they could really use in a road game at the Superdome or uh, the Coliseum, wherever LA plays. And, uh, and I, you know, and that could be a factor as well. They used up a lot of, lot of good fortune today to get there. But so, yeah, absolutely. I have concern about that, especially with the offense. I didn't think it was very good. It was good enough to beat San Francisco, but I didn't think it was. I don't think Nagy had a very good game today, and and frankly, I don't think Drew Biskey, I think he wasn't bad, but I don't think the numbers, even though the the, the numbers of passer rating and stuff were good, I just don't think uh, it was it was a great game for him either. But he did what he had to do. But again, that works against the Forty Nine ers. Will that work? That kind of game work in a playoff game against whether it's the Vikings, the Seahawks, or anybody? I don't think so.
4: Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I think that's a fair point. All right, well, good luck in the Liberty Bowl, Patsy.
0: Well, thanks, Adam. And uh, same to you guys in the Rose Bowl or where are you guys?
4: (laughs) Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl. Yeah, okay.
0: Oh, no, wait, wait. You're Wisconsin, though. Oh,
4: oh, Oh, they're in the pinstripe Bowl. I thought you were talking about. Okay, North
0: there Western. you go. That's what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. it's almost yeah. like the Rose Bowl. No, no shot at Northwestern. I love the Wildcats.
4: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's get. All right, g- Adam. Thanks. All right, let's get you. Have a merry on.
0: Christmas to you and and all the people who uh, listen to your podcast.
4: Thank you, Potsy. That's very nice. Merry Christmas <laughs> to your family as well.
0: Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it.
4: All right. <laughs> Here, here's Adam. Quickly becoming. Uh, team Sun Times here on the Hogan Johns podcast. This is how Sun Times gets around on road trips. This is what we're learning here live. Are you back, Johns?
1: I'm, I'm back. Yes, you, okay. everybody's getting an inside look at the 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 fun travel we right. have together on the road for the Sun Times.
4: Well, we I mean, should point out you guys are getting ready to go on a red eye home, right?
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We we are on our way back to San Francisco from Santa Clara going to take a 10.45 p.m. flight, 12.45 a.m. Central Time, um, back to get home for Christmas.
4: So that'll land at like 5? 4.45
1: okay. in the morning. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So a quick nap, then the church, and then off to Christmas
4: Eve dinner. See, to me, that's not worth taking the red eye. I think I'm flying in the morning.
1: I like my kids at home.
4: <laughs> well, I I do too. I also like sleep. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I'm going to be crabby tomorrow. Immensely crabby. How yeah.
4: how is the health? How is the health in the Johns family right now?
1: Oh man, that that flu bug, Adam. Let me tell you, everybody, wash your hands, take showers, <laughs> eat well. This flu bug that's going around apparently in a lot of schools in the Chicago area. Wiped out our family pretty good, but but we're ready to go. We're ready for Christmas.
4: Did you give it to Akeem Hicks? Is that the problem?
1: There may be a little truth to that, or, or not. Maybe not. I All did right. shake some hands with some guys in the locker room on Wednesday, but it was not oh. in Akeem Hicks. <laughs>
4: right. Well, he wasn't there on was Wednesday. But if we get some kind of exclusive story on Akeem Hicks comes out where we find out you guys were in a room together for, like, an <laughs> extensive, long interview, then we know what was going on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. I just hope he kept his fluids up for this game in California.
4: All right, let's quickly um, talk about uh, the situation going forward here. Next week, Bears-Vikings flex to Sunday afternoon. They'll be playing at the same time as the uh, Eagles-Redskins, who are fighting for a playoff spot with the Vikings, who need to beat the Bears to get in or have the Eagles lose, So and the Rams playing at the same time. So all three of those games will be at the same time. Makes sense. Get them all uh, building up the drama, and so that makes sure that everyone is playing for something at the time the game is being played, and I think it'll it'll be very interesting. By the way, the Bears are already six-and-a-half-point underdogs, even though they will be playing their starters.
1: No kidding. Six-and-a-half underdogs? Six-and-a-half-point
4: underdogs in Minnesota.
1: Weren't they just down 9 nothing against the, the Lions and required a Hail Mary to halftime to, to mount their comeback?
4: I think it's crazy, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I get it. Home field advantage is home field advantage. I still think a lot of people believe in the Vikings. I still think as much as the Bears have been favored this year, there, there are some doubters out there. But, look, this is just point spreads. Uh, the Bears are going to play their starters. I think that is the right move for all those people wanting to, to risk certain guys. Um, I, th- I think it's interesting, though. I think it's going to set up for a, a three-time uh, matchup between these two teams, and I think that's very g- compelling. I mean, this is kind of, it- it's unique. I don't like it if I'm the Bears playing the same team, same divisional team, three times in one season, but, but this is where they're at. They're going to have to prepare for it. It starts this week.
4: Now, if you're saying that, that means that you're leaning Vikings Early in this game, granted it's a week away, but if you're predicting a a, a game the following week, you got the Vikings winning.
1: Yeah, well, I'm just go, going off the the, the, the spreads here, Adam. Man. Yeah. Oh, let me let me get my mind straight here. I am <laughs> racing down the highway. You know, just leaving the game here. So I, I don't have all the playoffs scenarios <laughs> in front of me, my friend. Um, look, I, I think I like the Bears going into it. I'm not convinced in, in what, what the Vikings are or have been this season, even with them dismissing uh, John Filippo uh, and their changes offensively, reigniting Dalvin Cook or getting Kirk Cousins doing things differently. I'm not convinced in their success this year. I think they've taken a step back, actually, with Kirk Cousins after having Case Keenum last year. Well, we'll have to see but but again, just the idea of facing three a divisional team three times in one season is, is not not one I would like if I'm the Bears and I'm making my first playoff appearance, you know, in quite a long time.
4: Well, the line fascinates me because I think in some ways it's an overreaction to uh, probably what happened today with the Vikings going into Detroit and putting up, uh, you know, what looked like a big number in a game that I don't necessarily think they dominated, like the score indicated, and then the Bears struggling against the 49ers and understanding that all right, the Bears are going to be the road team. The Vikings are seem to be a different team in their building. It's a hard place to win. And I think it's also fair to say they have more to play for since their season is over if they lose. But I still think the Bears will be highly motivated.
1: Yeah, you, you would think so. It's a divisional team. It's a rivalry game. Uh, look, I, I don't know. Mitchell has got to be better. He was okay against them at, at Soldier Field a, a few weeks ago, made some third down throws, and, of course, he got hurt. Late in that game, so there, there's motivations. I think both sides, but yes, if you're betting on who, which team is motivated more, it's got to be the team that needs to needs to win to really get in.
4: Well, it's it, it's interesting because if the Vikings end up being favored at kickoff, which this early spread certainly indicates, and they win, and they beat the Bears, I still think the Bears would be favored the following week at Soldier Field. That's what's really interesting about uh, this this scenario. But I guess I get it a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's confusing sometimes. Some of these point spreads. I we've talked about it all year. Um, you know, just confusing lines, trying to figure them out. You know, and taking our picks, this seems to be one of them too.
4: Yeah. Um, well, it is early. Any other final thoughts from uh, the Bears game today? The defense did not give up a touchdown. They held the Forty Nine ers scoreless in the second half. Came up with the plays that they needed to. And um, Robbie Gold seems to continue to be their only weapon to put any points up against the Bears.
1: Yeah, look, I thought the Bears did a good job against Kittle. I mean, the outstanding Pro full full-bowl tight end uh, that the 49ers have, I thought they did a good job in containing him. Uh, Again, Nick Mullins impressed me a bit just in terms of of some of the throws that he made and being an undrafted guy. Yes, Trubisky was erratic, and his numbers may be deceiving, but he still made three big plays in the fourth quarter. One was a sneak, but the two third-down throws – that he had to Alan Robinson. I know one turned into a lost fumble, but those are are big plays and and big moments, big throws and big moments that you need from your starting quarterback um, um, to put a a lesser opponent away. So that stood out to me. And and look, Matt Nagy, uh, he came away just really impressed with the the resiliency of this team once again, um, the resolve of Trubisky to have that next play mentality. So I think a lot of these – Growing pains that he's experiencing, and even that the team is experiencing, are going to be quite meaningful come the, the playoffs. Uh, even if it's just one or two games in the playoffs, just in terms of being in the handle, being able to handle some of these top turvy moments.
4: Yeah, and I do think it's impressive they found so many different ways to win. Uh, Matt Nagy is right about that, and this was one that they they managed to pull out. And I think this bear season in general has has really proven that every week in the NFL is different, and every game is hard to win. Uh, and the bears are kind of the epitome of that right now. All right, buddy. Well, you guys get home safely and, uh, get to your kids and enjoy your Christmases. Uh, enjoy, yeah. enjoy that red. eye. I hope you at least have an exit row and some room to sleep a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, We'll try to get our work done. Then we have to get done for Christmas Eve soon too.
4: <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. All right. And uh, Hi, my
1: friend, Merry, Merry Christmas to you and all the hoax. Uh, we got, you guys at Wisconsin right now,
4: currently Wisconsin. Um, which was interesting trying to watch the Bears game today, considering it was not on here. So fortunately they have these things called bars and they have a lot of them in Wisconsin Uh and a lot of them do show (laughs) other NFL games. So I was actually able which was nice was I was able to actually watch the Rams game and the Saints game at the same time. Uh, So it was a good way to be able to keep an eye on everything. But yeah, today was weird headed to Minnesota tomorrow for the Hogue family Christmas and, um, I don't know. At some point, I, I'll be back in Chicago, San Diego, somewhere. I don't even really know where I am anymore, but that's fine. You guys get home to your family. That's all that matters.
1: Yeah, we should do a travel podcast one of these days. <laughs> At this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, At this The point. off-season reporting that we can do.
4: All right, Johnsy. Merry Christmas.
1: All right. Merry Christmas, Adam.
4: All right. Adam Johns there in San Francisco or Santa Clara or some, somewhere in California getting home. Uh, and a fun to get Pat Finlay and mark potash we've always talked about we got to get potsey on the podcast i guess I guess that counts. he's always got some kind of shot to throw your way, which you heard and um we we got to do an extended interview with with Potsey at some point. We always talk about it so it seems like a good off season thing to do, or maybe here in the playoffs um not quite done. Uh, First of all, I apologize a little bit for the audio quality there and um, just sort of the the general setup of this exact podcast, but so many different factors, Uh, the holidays being one of them. And uh, me not being in San Francisco, obviously a huge part of it. Those guys taking a red eye though, so they had to do it in the in the Uber. We made the most of it. I think it was fun, and um, uh, and, and we got some some bonus thoughts from from Pat Finley and Mark Potash. I should say you can read all of those guys in Chicago Sun Times tomorrow morning or online at ChicagoSunTimes.com. dot com. All right. Want to get you the uh, post-game reaction from Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky, which we always like to do. Uh, So we'll do that right now. We'll start with uh, the head coach, Matt Nagy, after the Bears' 14-9 victory over the San Francisco 49ers.
2: All right. Um, So, uh, you know, in regards to the game, I thought that any way you get a victory, you know, you always take them. And it was a great job by our guys. It's it's a – uh, when you play on the road in this league, they're, they're never easy. And our, our guys uh, found a way to win. Um, you know, you, we, we always talk about whether it's being calloused or whether it's hitting some adversity throughout the game. And uh, really, in all three phases, we saw that today. But in the end, uh, we get a, a third down conversion. They make a good play, get a fumble, and then our defense steps up and finishes the game. And so that's kind of just who we've been all year long. Uh, I respect that with the players, the coaches did a great job of prepping guys all week. And I give a lot of credit to coach Shanahan and uh, their staff, uh, what they've done to their players with their players uh, is awesome. And uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, we just have a lot of respect for them. Yeah,
0: what are your first impressions of what
2: they did? What yeah, well, I know, I know uh, he threw a lot of completions. Um, you know, anytime you throw completions in this game, you give yourself uh, a chance to win because you stay ahead of the sticks. And you, you don't get into third and long situations. Uh, he did that. I don't know. Um, I think he was, I don't, I don't know his exact numbers, but I think he, it felt like in the game, like he had a bunch of completions in a row. And when you do that in this league, good things happen. And, and he made some big time throws there at the end of the game on third and five, and then third and uh, four or five to A-Rob. And um, he's, he's, uh, he's now taking that next step, and i love to see it. The second time in
5: two games, the defense didn't allow a touch, What were your impressions
2: of their performance? <laughs> Well, I like that. Let's keep that going. Uh, you know, it's a it, it's it's a it's a defense that you know, with Eddie being out, uh, the next guy steps up, and I thought Bush did a good job today. Uh, everybody just rallies around each other. Uh, I, I appreciate about that. Uh, I appreciate that about who they are and how they do that. And um, you know, it's just nice to be able to um, uh, just let teams score field goals and not touchdowns. You always want that. What stood out about the way that you guys were able to defend Kittle? Um, well, we did a good job at batting down balls. Um, and then I think the number one thing that we had going into this game was to make sure that we um, wrapped up after any catches. Yards after contact, yards after catch were big. They've been good at that all year long. I think Kittle is number one in the league right now at, that, at any position in that. And, and our guys, for the most part, did a really good job at, at shutting that down. Matt,
0: on the point that led to the skirmish, what was your initial reaction on the hit itself?
2: So, I mean, these these guys are out there uh, flying around 100 miles an hour, and um, you know, Mitch went down uh, similar to uh, the Vikings game. Uh, Now, this one was a little bit different, but uh, the 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 guys are flying around, and uh, you know, I I really believe that none of it was intentional. Guys are just playing hard, and so. you know, and then guys want to defend each other. They they always want to defend your quarterback, and then those guys are want to are going to want to defend their teammates. And it's a bunch of big grown men going at it. And so, uh, you just want to be able to to let that shut down, and then move on to the next play. One of your guys that got what do I say to them? I don't. I I I have no idea what they did. I have to see it and and to be able to talk to them about that. But um, you know, they they know. Um, what what they did and so we'll sit down and watch it and make sure that uh, they understand why and get better from it.
1: The guys said that they're kinda of keeping their heads down like
2: little kids about to get in trouble around you, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean it's uh uh they shouldn't be that way because they just gotta win and uh you know they earned it and they, they fought hard for it and I just love I, I look over, I, I, I just you know, A Rob fumbles that ball at the end there and you go back and watch the tape and I I I saw it live. You know, we got guys on offense that are going over there. He's laying on the ground, you know, crushed, and they're picking him up. That's just who we are. And that speaks to what this team's all about. And then the defense comes out and, and, and does what they're supposed to do and what they do. And so I, I love that about our guys.
0: Because uh, these games are so meaningful, you kind of
2: know, with the like playoffs yeah. in play. Next
4: week, the Vikings got to win to even get in and you mm-hmm. guys can maybe get a first round by. Is that going to help you think when the playoffs get here?
2: Does I hope so. Mean a lot the end? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's. uh. Uh, you, you you understand that when you're in this position that we're in right now, um, any, anything can happen to these other teams. So you can't just say, no, this team's going to win or this team's going to lose. Anything can happen. So what you can control is winning your game as much as possible. And if you don't do that, and then that team has – the other team, okay, has a chance to, to lose, and they lose, and you didn't go about it the right way, now you just let that slip. And so we need to go about this thing next week at uh, – um, just like we have every other game. And I think it just, if you don't do that, it changes up how you approach your week mentally, how you approach it during the, the pregame and how you approach it. During, so that's not what we're going to do.
0: Giving players tomorrow off just to give them a little bit of a rest.
2: Yeah, it, they, they earned that. Uh, you know, we're, we're at a point right now where, um, I think as a staff for this, for, for coming up into this, uh, these next couple of days is it's just important to, to, um, you know, with the holidays, get some family time, give your body a little bit of rest, which is good. I believe in that, uh, your mind, and, and then come back ready to go, and, and we'll we'll get it back up on Wednesday with, with practice and might stay a little longer. Not not much, but um, I, I just thought that, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a reward for them, and they earned it. Did
0: Coach read ever rest
2: guys, like, week 17? Yeah. Like after mm-hmm.
0: Is it nice that that's almost not taken out of your hands, but the fact that, like, you're playing for something still?
2: Sure, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and if we were in a position where, um, you know, you just can't move, you, you can't move it all seed wise and you were just locked in, then I think that's something that you got to discuss. Um, but we're, we're not in that. I don't think we are unless something happened different. We're, we're not in that position. So uh, we got to play to win. And, and I kind of like that. You know, I don't mind that at all, and I think that our guys will probably like it. And it just kind of keeps you going uh, as you were fortunate enough to make it to the playoffs. It keeps you going in that rhythm. Matt, on, on the first half fumble, what's
0: your yeah. coaching point there in terms of him staying out of that situation where he makes
2: kind of- Yeah, uh, well, for him, you know, he's – he's. Uh, I think it was second and two when that happened. And he pulled it and, and uh, uh, decided to, to go for the run. And there's – sometimes in this offense, we have different um, – options and choices that that he has we put a lot on his plate and so you know there's going to be times for all the good decisions that he made today um of you know that's going to be the one that comes up that that, that's asked with, but you know for the most part you know he he shouldn't have thrown it but that's okay i mean he's he learns from that and so i got to be able to coach him and tell him the why part and, and, and he's the first one to know that when he comes to the, to the sideline. I mean, that's a part of some of the RPO stuff that we do. And just like I told you guys with, with some of the trick plays that, that we talk about, um, there's going to be some times where um, if you're going to go ahead and say, we're either going to run it or throw it within the same play, there's going to be some times where you don't make a 100% great decision. But we got to be able to accept that. And then when he makes great decisions, which he, there, he made a bunch of those today, in the same exact play, those don't get talked about. You know, only the ones that that you know that happens, and I understand that, and he understands that. But we'll, let's go back, watch tape, see why, and fix it. As far as
1: options and within place, those two late like, third down conversions that, you know, were those? Did he have options there to, to maybe to run it? With, or something, or just take us through.
2: Was uh, the matchup you wanted with, yeah, there was there was some. You know, I, he put it this way: he did everything that we asked, 100%, and even better. Yeah, for for not, in those situations. And if if Allen doesn't
0: fumble. There, Guys would have run 745
2: on the clock what you, is your impression of that finishing drive I think that's awesome uh, again um as an offense in the first half it was a little choppy we've had those halves before right uh the beauty of our guys our players on offense is that they're resilient in the way that they they just stay positive they get in a halftime they figure out the why part we go out and then we go right down the field uh, take, you know, whether it's running or throwing, and we make plays and score a touchdown. And then to end the game, when you're in a four minute mode, man, it's so hard to get those first downs. And, and a lot of times it's about the, the players and not so much the plays. And I thought that our guys did that today collectively. Uh, it wasn't just one person. And then, of course, uh, I can do a better job um, that last play of the fumble. So there's a timeout and there's a huddle. I need to be able to make sure that I, I tell all the players in there that once you get the first down, get down. And so um, that's totally me in in that situation with A-Rub. You you talked about the next play mentality
3: with Mitch. Uh, Second quarter, he throws the end zone pick that gets wiped
2: out. Comes back two plays later and throws the touchdown pick. How important is that to his development? That's great. That's great growth. And um, that's a... uh, A a good job by, you know, bringing that up that point and the fact that he's doing that and there it just it's it's neat to be able to see him go from a play where that happens, where there is an interception or there's a fumble or there's a poor read that no one sees. But then he comes back and throws a strike. And um, that's 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 a part of who he's going to be. That's a part of who he's going to be in this offense. And um, he's just going to continue to use that. Uh and then in the end, hopefully years down the road, you know, it just lessens in regards to the the negative stuff. Did it
0: surprise you how much fight the Forty ers had today? No. That game
2: was? It didn't. Not at all. I know how they who they are. I know their coaches. I know how they how they teach. Um all of them. I think that they're all all fighters. They've had some unfortunate luck now with injuries this year. And that's tough. That's hard. But that's that's who uh who Kyle is. I mean he's uh he doesn't care who he has. They talk about the next man up mentality. That's what they—that's what they are. And and so, um, you know, they gave us a battle, and uh, it was it was not easy at all. What do
0: you well, expect the most about this group's ability to grind out games like
2: this? Well, in in the fact that it's been a bunch of different ways this year of how we've done it. Whether we've had a nice little lead and teams have come back, whether we've been down and we've had to come back, whether it's been back and forth high scoring, whether it's been low scoring and field position um i only think that that's going to help us when we get into the playoffs of uh being in a bunch of different situations and you use those and and i go back to green bay week one when we had that situation in the in the third and fourth quarter and especially in the fourth you know in all three phases and so they used that last week against green bay to help them that's what i love about sports and life and 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 uh, where we're at right now as a team uh we got a bunch of leaders that that uh that really just they go out and just let their play lead lead the whole team
4: Okay, so some interesting things in there from Matt Nagy. Uh, first of all, I I agree with a lot of what he said in there about um, you know the character of his team, the leadership, uh, and the way that they've found a way to grind out some victories. Now, I I, I think the counterpoint can be that uh, you know they they didn't find a way to beat the Giants and they didn't find a way to beat the Dolphins. Those are the the losses that certainly stand out, and all, going all the way back to Week One, blowing the lead against the Packers, but. You know, two of those losses were a real long time ago. The third was with your backup quarterback in the game, and you still found a way to get back and fight for overtime, um, which is, you know, a character building thing that I think counts and is a big reason why, in a game like today, as Potsy brought up earlier, you fumble that ball. I mean, if you're Allen Robinson, the game's over. If you catch the ball and go down, it's over. And Matt Nagy, you heard him in there, take responsibility for that because he didn't tell his guys to To uh, go down if they got the first down, which is something the coaches need to be reminding their guys in that situation. But Allen Robinson fumbles, and if you're a Bears fan, you're going up. Oh, here we go, because this is what happens. And the 49ers gained a little bit of ground. They got uh, close to field goal range. Of course, they needed a touchdown, and eventually the Bears defense came up and made the plays that they need to make to to win the game. But uh, you know, they they found a way to win. And on the road I guess it, you know, this 49ers team was supposed to be up and coming this year. They're not for a number of reasons, the biggest reason being injuries and the loss of Jimmy Garoppolo for one, but if you're watching on TV today, Fox had a graphic at one point with the depth chart, and it was just like every single name crossed out, but they have found a way... To fight through all that and still be competitive each and every week. Um, so they're not an easy team to beat. You know, in some ways, the way the Bears were last year, obviously they weren't a great football team, but most of the games they played, they were competitive. And if you were a team, good or bad, that had to come in the soldier field or play the Bears on the road, you knew you were going to get a pretty good fight. Um, and I think that that fight that the Bears showed last year once they got the better coaching and some key pieces added on this year, is part of the reason why they were able to take off. And I think the 49ers' arrow is pointed in the right direction. So that's what made part of this a tough win today for the Bears and why I thought it would be a low-scoring, uh, close win for the Bears. I predicted 20-13. to 13. It was even lower lower than that, 14-9. to nine. Um, But it was still kind of this grind-it-out type game. As for Mitch Trubisky, I think Patsy was being a little bit too hard on him. Um, there were some you know, two big errors. The the ball he threw to Tariq Cohen, which was a lateral, and you're going to hear Mitch talk about this as, as we play this. He he took ownership, and he actually broke down the play uh, very well. You know, it, it kind of turns into a triple option there. It's either a handoff at the start, or you keep it, and you have the option to run, or if that's not there, uh, or, you can throw it out to Tariq Cohen as a third option. And ideally, in that situation, you're thinking, all right, they came in on the run. You made the right read there. Uh, they crashed in on the running back. Now, if there's, a, if there's a linebacker there to stop the quarterback run, well, then Cohen's got to be out or, or a safety or a corner crashing in to stop the quarterback. Then Tariq Cohen needs to be open on the right side, and he's going to pick up a lot of yards. Well, give the 49ers a lot of credit because they had it covered all the way across the board, and it's the quarterback's job to know that. It's the quarterback's job to realize if I throw this ball laterally to, to to Tariq Cohen, best case scenario is he catches it for like a loss of four or five yards. Okay, he, Trubisky needs to see that, read it correctly, and just go down, get to the next play. He didn't do that, so that was a bad play for Mitch Trubisky. And then later, he got away with that terrible interception in the end zone, which came back because of a holding call on on the defense, and the Bears end up scoring there. Well, that could have been a huge. Huge moment in this game where you're talking about points were left off the scoreboard like what happened in in, in um, New York, for instance. And that's the kind of stuff that can't happen. So he got a little lucky there. But otherwise, he was taking what the defense was giving him. He was making the right reads, making the right decisions throughout this game. It's part of the reason why his stats were so good. His completion percentage was so high in this game. And so I think that's why you heard Matt Nagy talk so highly of Trubisky's game in the postgame because he knows all the decisions that were made. He knows all the reads that had to be made, which we don't always know. We can see some of it on TV live or at the game live and some more of it when you go back and watch the tape. But even on the tape, if you don't know the playbook, you don't know what the decisions are in every single play, you can't get a full appreciation for it. So I think the coaching staff is very pleased with what Mitch did today. Let's hear from the quarterback Mitch Trubisky after the Bears win.
0: How did you guys find a rhythm
5: in the second half to start getting, just building completions and getting things going your way? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, just find a rhythm within the offense, just take what the defense was giving us. Uh, it came down to we had to dunk a little bit just to move the ball off the field. Uh, they were just bailing out, playing zones. They wanted to take away the, the deep ball and just the explosive plays, and they did a good job of that. So we knew they were a tough defense, and we just had to spread them out think and dunk, take what they give us, uh, create a rhythm, first and second down, stay out of third down and uh, and get the run game going a little bit. So um, we did a good job adjusting. We just, got, we just like to come out faster and uh, especially on the road, come out fast and then finish them off. So I think we did some good things and made some good adjustments. You said final
3: drive before Alan Palmer, You guys were about What was your takeaway from just my down there on
0: that last
5: drive? Yeah, for sure um we definitely want to stay on the field and just end the game as offense and take that pressure off our defense at, at the end but they did a great job just finishing it off for us and then we come down to, with a couple of knees and end it but just completion mentality play each play uh within itself and know what you got to get and take care of the football so we did a good job maneuvering a, uh, a couple first downs there and uh we just did what we had to do and i thought online did a great job just creating holes for the run game and giving me time uh, to make decisions back there and uh when they were zoning us off just finding the holes and when they manned us up a couple times at the end just just beating their matchups and uh, uh we did what we had to do and uh it, w- it was good to milk that time but we want to finish it your
4: teammates were pretty vocal about calling the they hit dirty football they didn't like it
1: i
3: can't imagine it surprised you at all that they had your back
5: like that no it didn't surprise me i it, it was i saw exactly what i knew my teammates had my back all the way which is awesome to see we just got a Have my back and and be smart as a team because we can't afford to lose two guys like that Um, But yeah, we're 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 brothers out there. We're a family We're gonna protect one another and it was nice to see they had my back and I hope they know I always got theirs as well So we just got to play smart football and, and go from there, but it was cool to see those guys um, just jump in, but we just got to be smart about it because we need everyone.
0: Which on the extended play where they got the interception, but it was negated from the defensive hole. Mm-hmm. What, what were you on that throw? What
5: did you see? Yeah, really lucky it got negated. Just really, um, I was just scrambling around doing too much, and I probably could have just ran and, and got out of bounds. Uh, looking back on it, and the ball just didn't come out the right way I wanted to. I wanted to go right over that guy, but. uh yeah, luck, it was just lucky it got negated. So uh, sometimes that happens when you scramble around, you risk a hold and on both sides of the ball. But uh, yeah, it, just, it didn't go where I wanted it to go. I was trying to put it up over top of them, and it just came out of my hand hand wrong. So lucky they got taken away. And then, I mean, it's 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 a dead play. So you just put that one behind you and go to the next one. So I uh, ended up scoring on that drive, which is huge for us. But... Um, When I scramble like that, I just got to be smart with the football when I'm scrambling around, two hands in the ball, taking care of it. And then when I throw it, make sure it's us or nobody.
0: You've talked a couple times about um, not wanting to make aura, trying to make all-world plays, not trying to do too much. Does a play like that help you reset um, mentally in a way that you understand you can get back to that?
5: Yeah, for sure. I think because uh, I did it earlier that drive, I felt like I could have done it again. But it definitely brought me back to reality. Um, just stay within the offense, do my job, and sometimes I'm going to have to make plays like I did um, to that one to smoke on the sidelines, and then sometimes it just gets away from you a little bit. So you just got to continue to play within this offense, and that's all I got to do. So I, I did hit the reset button a little bit, and then we just went down and scored. So. Just, you just gotta play with that fine line of uh, being smart, being risky, making plays for the offense. Because uh, I felt like the play earlier did jumpstart our offense a little bit, but then doing it again, you just, you're just playing with that fine line. So you just gotta continue to be smart and take care of the ball. Yeah, next play mentality all the way. It was like. Take a deep breath. You got a new life. Now, okay, we got to go finish it and be smart about it. So that's what I wanted to do. And uh, it was a great play call by coach, great execution all the way around. And when all 11 guys are playing as one, we're a tough offense uh, to stop. But we can't stop ourselves from turnovers, penalties, and anything like that. Just stay within rhythm uh, and, and next play mentality all the way, absolutely. You yeah,
0: on that touchdown pass, and it looked like the ball
5: was out before came out. Yeah, for sure. It's just a, a little sprint out timing route. And he's selling the fade and then comes back and then stops on the dime, which which Anthony uh, he changes direction about as good as anybody so it was just tough for uh, the DB to cover and he ran a heck of a route and I just put in a spot where I felt like only he could catch it and uh, it, I feel like that play takes pressure off the O-line because we're rolling out Moving the pocket is always good especially when they have a really tough D line up front and they did a great job all, all day protecting me giving me time and uh like I said, I just felt like it was everyone doing their job, execution, and put the ball on the spot. He made a great catch, great route, and that's how you score points. How important is that when,
0: given the fact that you guys know that everyone's important, but to get the road wins you're getting now, one more to go,
5: you know, to help set up the line? Yeah, for sure. You never want to um, take a single game for granted, even though we have the playoffs locked up already. We, we, we want to finish strong, and that's, that's our mindset uh, inside the locker room. Just continue to... Uh, Take every game and every opportunity to go out there and play together and take care of business So we got one more left we just want to finish strong and we know it's it's hard to win on the road in the nfl no matter who you're playing and we got a lot of respect for the team we played today uh, they, they did a great job coming out here and uh but yeah we just got to have that mindset mentality it doesn't matter where we're at what week it is when we're playing uh when we step on the football f- field uh, the bears are, are trying to win and we're going to play our tails off how did your trust in alan robinson
1: affect some of your decision making today particularly against single coverage
5: yeah for sure for sure, especially at the end, uh, you just you're thinking playmakers, not plays. And when you got the matchup you want, and you got a guy like Allen on the outside who you have that trust in. Um, you just let him work a little bit and then put the ball in a spot where he can only he can go grab it So he separates and makes great plays for this offense And I got a lot of trust in a lot of guys in this offense And that was just the matchup that we were liking him him on their DBs And uh, we just got to continue to go to that and, and that trust is just gonna help us as, as far as we go How do you, How do you a
0: bunch of games in different ways? How do you draw confidence upon that you know, from that
4: during a game like this?
5: For sure, absolutely. You—it's all about overcoming adversity and next play mentality, because you never know how the game is going to shake down. Um, and anybody can beat anybody in the NFL in any single given week. So you got to really attack every day, every play. You go out there, not take anything for granted, and just stay calm within each moment. Um, I, we had the the fans were awesome today uh, on the road for us. They traveled really well, so it got really loud for them. But coming on the road, it also gets loud. You got the silent count. That factors it and all that kind of stuff so you just try to take the crowd out of it and get your fans into it but you just can't let them those momentum swings uh, get out of hand and that's why starting faster and just finishing drives and taking care of the football can really take the other team and the stand in the and the crowd out of it but uh yeah f- I mean you never know how every single game is going to shake down and I think they just the experiences we've been through have just made us a stronger smarter team and more importantly have united us um as as a family, so the things we've been through and the experiences in each their own game, you kind of t- you take that and you carry with you, and then it- then you're just drawing back an experience just out here, and and when you get into that uh, that situation again, you're like, okay, we've been here before, just stick to what we do, just trusting each other, everyone out here, go do their jobs, and and then nobody freaks out, everyone's just calm, cool, just go out there and do our jobs, and then we're just playing football. And the,
3: the, the first half
0: fumble, what did you see on that? that- Oh, shit,
5: there. Yeah, just one of those plays, trying to do too much. Kind of got the read option, and then it kind of turns into a triple option with the ability to throw it. Um, I mean, best case scenario, I liked to have that guy in front of me. And then also for me, uh, the defense they did a good job scra- scraping, so that's a good technique by them. So the, the DN uh, squeezes, which gives me a pull read, but then the backer scrapes, and they did it at the end there. Um, but the second time, I was just able to make a miss but uh, just being smart with the football. So I should have just pulled it and got down right away. Take what they gave us, good play by them, good call by them. And then we just gotta have other plays off of that play to make the defense play. So sometimes they get you and you just gotta uh, be smart with the football. And that was one of the situations where I could have made a better decision after I pulled it. So it said that
0: defense doesn't allow a touchdown again and, and is able to let your two touchdowns hold on What have you come to just expect from that group um, you know to compliment what you guys do offensively?
5: Yeah for sure um they're incredible they're gonna show up every single game and and that's the mentality that we want this whole team to have it doesn't matter who we're playing where we're at uh you you got to make the other team earn it every single snap and for us on offense it's just uh we, we got to do our part as well because we're family and we want to take care of those guys, take a lot of pressure off of them and score a lot of points so they don't have to play all world every single week, but that's that's the standard that they've come to hold hold themselves to, and we just want to higher that standard on offense as well. So if you just come to expect things and the standard is higher, then you have a different way of doing things. And that's how you get that culture shift within the locker room. You just have higher expectations and it's not like, oh, there's pressure on offense, there's pressure on defense. It's just, we're out here playing together. Um, So for offense, we wanna create that rhythm, score more points, but I mean, to what we expect out of that defense, they're, they're, they're going to come ready to play every single week, and we're going to have their back, and we just got to continue to find ways to win football games. But it's awesome to see what they do every single week. So we know if we take care of the football, put some points up, they're going to play amazing games like that and, and pitch no touchdown games. Yeah, for sure. Just we figured out we, we would have to dink and dunk a little bit, spread them out. Um, they, they're playing more zone shell than we expected uh, than they have shown really all year and that's fine. We just gotta make that adjustment and make them tackle in space and if they're, they're fitting those guys down in the box then you get it out on the outside and, and hurt them with the RPO game. So uh, it's all about making quick decisions, being smart with the football and good ball placement to let those playmakers run in open space. So I think that that's something to that help us and it's going to help uh, keep defenses honest uh, going forward if we just show everything we have off every single play. so.
4: Thanks, everybody.
0: I was gonna say I'm comfortable with with Daggy, Where you guys work
5: together in those kind of situations. Very comfortable. The more we can communicate throughout the game, and just be on the same page. Uh, especially when we're making adjustments. They they showed something we didn't expect, so we just come over to the sidelines, lines, uh, talk about what I like, what he likes, and, and, and go from there, make an adjustment, and then roll. So for me, it's all about playing fast, getting the calls in, getting, getting to the line of scrimmage, and just doing my job within this offense and make sure I'm doing exactly what Coach wants and, and expects. All
4: right, there's Mitch Trubisky after the Bears' victory. Uh, some good stuff in there, and I, and I think you heard him. Hopefully he'll agree, break down that. You know, those couple of mistakes pretty well and um, take ownership of it. But otherwise, uh, a very good game for Mitch Trubisky. And, oh, what we haven't addressed and should before we get out of here is that, um, I guess you you call it a fight. Trubisky slides on that last drive, gets hit late. Chaos ensues. Anthony Miller was on the sideline and just came right to his quarterback's defense. He gets ejected, probably rightfully so. Josh Bellamy was in there throwing... I don't know if they are full punches, but definitely, you know, throwing his arms around, he gets ejected, and then Richard Sherman also tossed. Uh, hard to blame the Bears for their reaction there, considering that's how Trubisky got hurt against the Vikings. It was a late hit. I don't know if I'd call it dirty, but it was definitely late. It was definitely unnecessary. I don't know if there was any ill will in the decision to to make that hit, but it wasn't a good hit and i understand why the bears reacted the way they did i also think the bears got a little lucky that this happened late in the game that they were in control of because losing two wide receivers there in that moment the bears were down to two wide receivers for the rest of the game and allen robinson who got banged up earlier in the game but was out there and taylor gabriel that could have been a tough decision or, you know a tough situation had it occurred in the first half for instance to get through the rest of the game with two wide outs and god forbid one of those guys went down so I think you heard Mitch in there. He's very happy that his teammates came to his back, but also probably realizes that uh got to be got to be smart there. By the way, Kyle Long in the middle of all that, playing peacemaker, looked like to me certainly looked like somebody who could be ready to play relatively soon. Um, eligible to come back next week. This game does matter, so I guess if he's ready, you could you know, you you uh, maybe could see him. I kind of had in my head that it, I don't know if the Week 17 would matter all that much, so maybe just save him for the playoffs. But That'll be one of the big storylines we follow this week because he did practice Friday in a limited fashion. If they can get him going this week, it's uh, it's possible Kyle Long returns, uh, which would certainly help the offensive line and the offense as a whole. Um, All right, that's going to do it for us in this, um, I don't know, kind of makeshift episode of Hogan Johns, I'm not really sure how to describe it, but we got it done. We've had some obstacles along the way this year, just like the Bears have on the road, some of these road games, but got through it, and uh, we got the Uber experience today. The Sun-Times Uber, five stars for that Uber driver. I don't know, if there was a way for our podcast listeners to rate their Uber driver, that'd be pretty cool, but you can still rate the podcast, so rate the Uber driver through the podcast on iTunes. Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. Just go ahead and rate and review it. We appreciate you doing that. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns, J-A-H-N-S. Our producer, Joe Romano, at Joey Joro. Thanks to our engineer, Ernie Scadden for that great open. Wgnradio.com slash Bears. Chicagosuntimes.com. That's where you can read all those guys. Finley, Potsy, Johnsy, they're all there. Chicagosuntimes.com. Please rate and review the pod. Hit that subscribe button. Um, quick heads up. No episode on Tuesday. It's Christmas. We're going to take the day off. So only two episodes this week. We will be back Thursday, though, previewing Week 17, getting you ready for the finale against the Bears, uh, against the Vikings, Bears heading to Minnesota. So no pod Tuesday. We'll talk to you Thursday. Enjoy your Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. If we win this game tonight, Adam Hall will be rhetorically dancing in the, with his verbiage. Two outs. Here's Luke Boyd pinch batting.